0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts, and today we are on series 2, episode 149 of this podcast. Today we are beginning our or continuing our study of the Come Follow Me resources. We're covering May the 25th to May the 31st, uh, covering Mosiah 29 to Alba 4. They were steadfast and immovable. Uh, And we're going to move into the next section within the personal scripture study um, materials, which covers Alma chapter one, I can recognize and reject false doctrine. So we've uh, had a bit of a different intro to the start of this week, and we've looked at a couple of um, points about the new judgment um, government, which or judge the reign of the judges, which the Nephites have. But now we're going to rewind back to the very first year of the reign of the judges where Nehor uh, arise on the scene. Uh, we spoke about Nehor yesterday, about how um, he taught how um, priestcraft was the way to go, that people who taught the word of God uh, should be raised up in, in, the, in the view of the people, should be um, supported and sustained with their, with their material wealth, and they shouldn't labor with their hands. In verse 4, he also continues and says more of what he believes. He says, And he also testified unto the people that all mankind should be saved at the last day, and that they need not fear nor tremble, but they might lift up their heads and rejoice. For the Lord God had created all men, and had also redeemed all men, and in the end, all men should have eternal life. Now, what's interesting about this is that there may be some sentences or phrases within that that you might think, oh, well, that, that sounds right. Uh, For example, that, you know, they may all lift up their heads and rejoice and the Lord has created all men. I mean, of course, that is, you know, all truth. But within that truth, there is also some falsehoods intermingled. Like in the end, all men should have eternal life and all mankind. Well, I mean, the phrase all mankind should be saved at the last day depends on what you mean by saved. If it means if you mean or if he means saved from physical death, then actually, yes, all mankind will be saved at the last day. Um, except for those few who that uh, are the sons of, of perdition, so you know I think that um, you know there's there's method behind Nihor's teaching here, um, which is obviously very subtle and very discreet, and it also is a parallel of Lucifer. We talked about how Amalek was a parallel of Lucifer. Well, Nihor is kind of the instigator of this parallel, if you like, his teachings of priestcraft where he sought to be set up as a light unto the, unto the people. Um, the fact that he taught that all of, all people will be saved no matter what, um, if they, if they would follow his teaching, uh, you know, that is basic 101 of Lucifer's plan. Uh, and so, you know, we see that clear parallel between Nihor and the teachings of, that he had, uh, between him and Lucifer. Um, Elder El- Elton Perry said this, quote, Nehor's words appealed to many of the people. They were easy words because they required neither obedience nor sacrifice. As we face many decisions in life, the easy and popular messages of the world will seem appealing. But when these worldly messages contradict gospel teachings and the still small voice of the spirit, we can be 100% confident they are wrong. Still, it will take great courage to choose the right. Close quote. And that is really why I think that um, we are being so impressed upon by the, the teaching and the reminder to receive personal revelation. I think that in today's world, it will become far more difficult uh, to recognize truth. I mean, obviously, we can have confidence that we, ha- we can find truth from the, um, the main channels of the church, uh, through their website, through the articles that they publish, through the teachings of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles but obviously there are many places where we can seek to find truth elsewhere such as in podcasts or in articles or in research and that's where we need to be careful because you know i think that i mean the thing is is that there all these all this all this media is a good thing you know we can find a lot more truth we can find things a lot a lot more things to uplift and edify us but we do we do need to remember to have that caution I was listening to a podcast. Uh, I started listening to it when I, when I began on the podcast uh, hunt to find things to listen to. There was a Come Follow Me podcast that I decided to listen to, and it it, it, looked, it looked harmless. It looked perfectly fine. It looked like it was going to be teaching things about the Come Follow Me curriculum, which I thought would be interesting. So I started listening to it, and it was only about 15-20 minutes in that I realized that actually it was a podcast to try and you know analyze the Come Follow me materials and pull down some of the things that were being taught in it. Taught in it, And it took me 15-20 minutes to realise that after getting into the podcast. It was very subtle, uh, and, you know, it, you, we still have to have that caution, uh, because that's only, be, only be going, going to become more difficult as the world progresses, I think. In our chapter 1, verse 6, it says and it, about Nehor, and he began to be lifted up in the pride of his heart, and to wear very costly apparel. Yea, and even began to establish a church after the manner of his preaching. What I find interesting is that I had always presumed that Nihor had this great pride in himself from the very start, but actually it seems only at this stage that he starts to become prideful. Uh, I mean, obviously there were things that he was teaching that weren't right beforehand, but it may just have been that he was misguided misguided or or had misunderstood principles um, by this stage. But then, of course, he starts to teach and some people start listening and he starts getting some praise and he starts getting some financial gain from it. And that's when pride starts to set in. Perhaps if he had been confronted by Gideon, as we'll see in a moment, before his pride had begun to increase, maybe he wouldn't have been uh, slain. But because Nehor had been led down this path too far now with this pride, uh, obviously we'll see what happens next. Brant Gardner warned against this, uh, this pride in material wealth in saying, quote, virtually all Book of Mormon incidents of unrighteous wealth and pride manifest themselves in the wearing of costly apparel. Nephi's brother Jacob first announced this practice when the Nephites began drifting away from Christianity 200 years after after the Lord's appearance in the Americas. The first sign of that drift was costly apparel, close, close quote. And I think that, you know, that again gives us a warning for today. You know, uh, I was at, we were actually talking about this story with our children in Come Follow Me yesterday. And uh, we pointed out that, you know, there was this costly apparel that that Nihor had. This costly apparel, and we were using the Book of Mormon reader with the pictures uh, to to describe the story. And my daughter, who is uh, five years old, pointed out that oh, is he the bad guy, um, or is 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 he is he Nihor actually? She said she said Nihor. She she's old enough to use the actual names, uh, and uh, pointed out Nihor. And I said yes, yeah, that's Nihor. And I said look, there he is. Then that's him going away to be killed because he had killed someone else. And then she pointed out that but. But then he looks like Nihor as well. And she pointed out there was an individual who seemed to be following the teachers of Nihor after Nihor's death in another picture. And we that led us down in the discussion of, well, yes, he's wearing very fancy clothes as well. And he obviously thinks that uh, what Nihor taught was the right thing. Uh, and so he's doing the same thing. Now, obviously, we had to point out then that just because you might have some nice clothes doesn't mean that you are necessarily wicked. But it's the love of that. It's, it's having that you know, be your main motivating factor for what you do. That's the issue. So in verse seven, uh, we then hear about uh, Gideon. And it came to pass as he was going to preach to those who believed on his word, he met a man who belonged to the church of God, yea, even one of their teachers. And he began to contend with him sharply, that he might lead away the people of the church. But the man withstood him, admonishing him in the wo- with the words of God. Firstly, uh, two, well, two things I want to point out from this experience. It was Nehor, who was the one that began to contend with uh, Gideon. So whilst Gideon may well have tried to admonish him with the words of God, he didn't go and seek him out and stop trying to, you know, shout him down. Nehor was the one that began this uh, interchange. But on the other hand, Gideon was prepared. And I think the second thing I take from this is that we need to to be prepared with the words of God to defend our faith, to, um, you know, protect our freedom and liberty of, uh, belief and also what we believe in. Of course, um, we know it's Gideon, and that in verse nine it says, "Now Gideon withstood him with, in in the word with the words of God. He was rough with Gideon, and he drew his sword and he began to smite him. Now Gideon being stricken in many years, therefore was he was not able to withstand his blows. Therefore he was slain by the sword. Um, I find it interesting, first of all, that." Um, the, the phrase that the phrases that are used in the actual verse Gideon withstood him with the words of God then therefore he was not able to withstand his blows. So there's kind of two things going on here, the battle of words and then the physical battle. Uh, but it's interesting that Nehor feels um, it's necessary to you know drive home his point with violence and force and of course this again links back to Lucifer who once he had lost his uh, kind of vote or his or his uh, you know chance to be the savior, in inverted commas, of mankind, Um, then he used force to try and drive his point home. Uh, And again, that that similarity uh, rears its head again. Anyway, we'll pause it there. Uh, Thank you very much for listening today. I really appreciate the time that you you spend to listen. Please get in touch with me if you're interested in recording a study session with me uh, of 10 minutes or so. Uh, to uh, share in a future podcast. I'd love to do that with as as many of you. I'm looking at maybe doing one of those once a week. And I've already had one interest uh, in doing that. So please do get in touch uh, if you're interested and we'll meet up by Zoom and have a quick, you know, 10-minute chat uh, and we'll uh, record something. So, uh, you know, that'd be exciting. Please, uh, you know, share this podcast. You can email me at ldestudysession at gmail.com for your feedback, or if you're interested in recording a future episode podcast with me. And there's also the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session um, Facebook group to join as well. Thank you for listening, and until we meet again.